Welcome to It's No Secret, a podcast for Kiwis who want their money questions answered. Ready, steady, go. This podcast will answer the money questions you may or may not have on your mind. We'll talk to real Kiwis and share truths about our own financial lives, both the successes and the failures. Because the truth is, there is no secret to achieving financial freedom. Hello and welcome to It's No Secret. I'm Christine. And I'm Kat. And today on the podcast, we're tackling the question of, is comparison our friend or foe? Comparison when it comes to money can be such a slippery slope, but it can also be a blessing. It's something I think we all do, just not out loud. I'd probably argue that you're lying to yourself if you think that you haven't compared yourself to someone else at least once, especially when it comes to your salary. So what does society tell us? They tell us, don't talk to other people about your salary, that they might be offended or they might think you're rude. Don't ask how much people paid for their house or how much debt they have. And even if you're in a younger generation, there might be a lot of awkwardness around asking people how much help they get from their family members when they buy a property. They also tell us that financial success is based on how many things that we have, like fast cars, materialistic things, and that wealth looks a certain way. What's on your Instagram? Exactly. Is being rich the same thing as being wealthy? Excellent question. Something we'll get into today. So Kat, would you say that comparison is something that you kind of grapple with a little bit? Definitely in the past I have. I think you have hit the nail on the head in that everyone does compare themselves in some way, shape or form. And it is really easy to do, obviously, with the likes of social media now because everyone sees a nice snippet of people's lives. I know for me, this is actually something that I have really grappled with with, say, Instagram because I've loved posting about owning our own home and doing renovations and lots of different things that have cost money or, you know, people would see externally that typically do cost a lot of money. But then on the flip side, we don't share any of the reality of that and how we've actually, you know, afforded to do those things or the other sacrifices or choices we've made along the way. And I feel as the person posting that you're just giving this really unrealistic viewpoint to someone else. Um, But Luke feels particularly uncomfortable about sharing all of the finer details with people. And so that's the downside, right? When you compare with someone, we're not necessarily comfortable to be open or ask the question as to how they got there, but we look at the end result and then naturally reflect on our own situation, which sometimes can make us feel a bit shitty. I think you also made a really good point about kind of sharing what we want to share and seeing also looking for what we want to see. So when we compare with someone, what is the bias that we're going in with? Yes, you know, and the the thing that the val- thing that we're looking for validation of, so true. Rather than going in with like genuine curiosity, which is so prevalent with all the socials. Oh, no. <laughs> do you do you compare yourself? Do, do you- I? Um, yes, definitely. I would say it's something that I'm actually kind of struggling a little bit with, um, quite a lot at the moment. It is really easy to kind of see the negative or to look for what I don't have or where I would like to be rather than focusing on where I am and all the success and the good stuff that is surrounded what I have now right and now. Uh, yep. yeah and it's not that I'm trying to find out you know what you have or what you're doing to get um, where you are because then I want to feel bad about myself it's because I am genuinely interested and in that I am excited for that person but I think it's a natural kind of knock-on effect that 
you know, we have egos and that yes. it's going to creep it and then we're only humans. So. And we want good things too. Yeah, yeah It is only natural. So do you think that we should be comparing ourselves? There's such a, a debate between should we or shouldn't we? And I know we have kind of contrasting views on this a little bit. So yes. what do you uh, reckon? Look, I think that we are all going to. So if that is your mindset and you can recognize that, then sure, go ahead and compare. You probably need to find the right people to sort of compare yourself to. Everyone likes to be able to benchmark stuff, right? It's one of the challenges that people often have with their salary is that they're not really sure what other people are getting paid in either the same company or the same industry. And there are some great surveys and pieces of information out there for that. But then how does that translate into the rest of your financial world? You know, how do you know as someone in their early 30s how much other people in their early 30s own a home and Mm -hmm. have invested personally how much they have in their KiwiSaver, do they have credit card debt, all of that sort of thing. It's really hard to find a reference point. Totally. And I guess my kind of view comes from my experience as a previous financial advisor where we got to see lots of people's different situations and really dive into the detail of those that were, you know, doing a lot better than say I was and then those that were really struggling and it really normalized that for me. And I felt like I always had a really good comparison point. But your average Joe doesn't have that. Yeah. You know, you, you yeah, don't get not. to see into the financial lives of a hundred other people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we have that natural curiosity. So I would say, well, it can be helpful and powerful to compare, but I don't really know how how do people do that? Mm. Unless you're a financial advisor or have really, really open friends and family and partner that will happily open up those conversations, exactly. right? Yeah. And then even then, you know, to your earlier point, uh, are they the right group of people to be comparing yourself against? Mm. You know, if you only have a select group of people that are open to discussing this with you, are they kind of the right people to be benchmarking? And this whole idea of keeping up with the Joneses but oh making sure that they're the right Joneses. <laughs> Preach. You know, <laughs> How, how do you know who those people are? So, yeah. yeah. Do, do you think, though, that comparison is just we just shouldn't do it at all? Um, so I would say that my view has definitely changed. And probably more recently, I used to be so free for all, tell everyone what you earn, compare, 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 you know, empower each other and move forward. But I think there is a tipping point, you know, like I believe the average is about 70K that you get paid as to where as your income increases, your happiness doesn't necessarily like increase with it like it starts to kind of plateau off because your needs are met you've got everything and so I would kind of draw a link towards that for salary specifically there is a point where maybe it isn't constructive to the people that you're talking to to tell them what you earn or like for you to take that hard truth on um, because sometimes we're just also not ready to hear the answer that we're going to get. This is such a good point because Luke and I so hotly debate this sometimes. We debated it a lot last year because I think 2020 was challenging for lots of different people and so this kind of idea of like comparison and not really knowing what was going on in different people's lives financially was heightened and I had always come from the point of view of like, no, sharing information is good. You know, people don't know what they don't know. If you put information out there and you're vulnerable and you're open with it, then you can help someone. Whereas Luke was like, no, cat, that person might not be ready for that information mm. and you might actually be doing them a disservice by oversharing that and you kind of need to think about that too. And I was like, Ugh, I hate being <laughs> wrong. Go away with that feedback. <laughs> totally. Well, I think I remember having this conversation with you because we are quite honest and quite direct and, you know, talking about topics like these, but even I would say with each other and the people around us. So our approach to sharing that information may be very different to someone with a completely different 
personality type where they want to kind of maybe have tidbits rather than all of it at once all the things yeah. all the <laughs> and details. then just feel so overwhelmed and exactly. like exactly oh. exactly and that is a really fair point I guess yeah if you are the type of person that likes to talk about it and likes to compare having a bit of an understanding as to who are you engaging in that discussion and are, and are they on the same wavelength as you something I want to go to is Getting different perspectives, I think there's so many ways that you can do that. So, you know, comparing living in Auckland to Invercargill is not the same thing. Um, buying a house in Auckland versus Palmerston North or something yes. like that is completely different, but also different socioeconomic brackets. Grounding yourself a little bit to be like, okay, I am actually doing all right. I may not be where my two friends that I socialize with every day in this mm. like bubble um, yep. are at, but... I am doing pretty well. So like pat on the back, celebrate the successes. Yes. Rather than just constantly looking for where to next. Do you think then on that, that there's kind of a responsibility, I don't know whose responsibility it would be, whether it's (laughs) like the CFFCs to give people more of an understanding of averages. Do you know what is the average Aucklander earning or what's kind of the median wage of New Zealand? Because I feel that sometimes we don't really know where that information is, then it is easy to just think of yourself in your bubble and your circle Mm. and take it a little bit out of context of the fact that, hey, actually you're doing really well or it's okay, you're above average or you're on par with average or you're close to being average, you know? Totally. I think there's two arguments for it. So I would say, yes, I do think that there is a responsibility, let's say maybe for the CFFC, because then you have a benchmark and yeah, benchmarks can be helpful. Yeah, totally. But I also think that an average can be kind of a dangerous thing because not everyone is the same. So True. not everyone has the same type of you know working ambitions or the same background and the same environment that they've created for themselves or maybe have the cards that they've been dealt. So it can be quite a slippery slope once you start to follow that. Let's say I'm going to ask for a pay rise and the the average is X, Y, Z. Yep the employer might take the perspective of I'm going to use that average to then benchmark you beside, but I work twice as hard as someone that maybe that is measured off of. So then it can hinder you in ways like that. For sure. Also from the employer's perspective, do you kind of have any thoughts on that as to, you know, people talking about their salaries openly in the office? Yes. Like what kind of environment that would create? To your earlier point, Do you want people to compare their worth to say, you know, the value that they provide for that business and the skill set that they have and come in with an approach of this is what I can do and so this is what I think I should be paid or remunerated for? Um, And then naturally you could have a co-worker who has a completely different set of circumstances that may also be fabulous at their job, Mm -hmm. but they are making trade-offs around things like, I want to have flexible work or I want Mm. to do a four-day work week and I'm going to negotiate this part of my salary due to that. So I think the danger in, say, comparing within a workforce is – you hear from someone at face value the number of what they get paid, but you don't necessarily hear all the other things. And one thing that I think is really true for a lot of millennials, I know this has happened for me, is we are way more flexible on negotiating pay for other benefits. Mm-hmm. We place a much higher regard to things like flexible working and being able to have the work-life balance that we want rather than necessarily just chasing a set dollar figure. Mm. And so if you don't have that whole picture, it could be quite unhelpful to compare yourself. Yeah, definitely. Okay. So I guess on a previous episode, we've talked about the whole FOMO and property thing, and that's definitely something that drives 
comparison mm-hmm. between people. As someone that is not yet on the property ladder, within your friendship groups, do you talk to people about how they're achieving that? And then do you get into the detail of asking people, you know, if they have bought a house, how much did you pay for that? And did you get help from your family? How does that work? Yeah, absolutely. hundred percent. So I'm completely open about all of the property stuff. I think for me, comparing property is very different to comparing salary. So my friends were a bit of a mixed bag. I don't own property. One has already has one is looking for the next one my sister just bought a property and another one is trying to also get on the ladder but we're all kind of at the same life stage all of us are aiming for the same kind of value of property i would say roughly around the same so spending the same amount of money yeah we all feel pretty comfortable to talk about because we're all in very similar boats and we all kind of earn the same as well so that is something that we have talked about understanding okay it's going to be easier for that person to service the mortgage or take the hits of an of a rates increase or anything like that, mm-hmm. then it might be for this person who has the same size mortgage but gets paid ten k less. We're very open about that, and I would quite like to keep it that way because I feel like you can understand the challenges, but also empower each other to to make progress. Yes. What about you? Do I totally you- agree with that. I think that. One of the things, and I think this is just part of my nature and experience, is that I really want to be able to help people with this stuff because Mm -hmm. I'm like, I have the knowledge. I want to be able to help you achieve that goal. But you also don't want to come across as overbearing and prying and, you know, asking them too many pieces of information. So I think I probably err on the side of asking people too much and then if they, you know, don't feel comfortable or look comfortable with engaging in that discussion, then I won't push it. But I would say for the vast majority of, say, my schoolmates that I grew up with, um, we do talk about, you know, very openly like our salaries and career progression and that kind of thing. Um, we we went to an all-girls school, so it's a group of girls, and then mm-hmm. we naturally talk about things like starting a family and how does that work and who's right. going to take time off and, you know, budgeting for those sorts of things. And then within our friendship group in New Zealand – That's kind of a different one, actually, because there is an age difference between Luke and I. He's older than me and his friends are all at a very different life stage. Mm. So I feel like there's a lot less comparison between us and them because most of them are having their second or third kids. They have all kids at school. They're on to their second or third property in terms of, you know, moving family homes and that sort of thing. Many of them have relocated out of Auckland into different regional areas, very, very different kind of stage of life. So I feel like we probably have a little less natural comparison here within New Zealand, which is good. But then also one thing that we have thought about is, well, who are the right people to maybe compare and inspire you? Absolutely. And is having some people around you, this whole idea of surround yourself with the five people that lift you up. Yeah, exactly. um, Because you do emanate their qualities and behaviors. And is there a place for someone that perhaps in that group is in your eyes doing better than you are or where you would like to be in a certain area of your financial life or career because they can help lift you in that way? Yeah, absolutely. I was reading a blog the other day that um, Ruth from the Happy Saver wrote. Love um, Ruth. Oh, love Ruth on Pocketsmith's blog. And she was talking about why keeping up with the right Joneses is actually good for your budget. Because like we've mentioned in a previous episode, having money mentors is really motivating. And also they've been where you have been once. And I so think true. having just mentors generally, it's the exact same with finances. Having someone who's a couple of steps ahead of you is going to help you get there. 
This is so true. This is something that last year with COVID, we had a drop to one income and it was probably the most challenging year of our lives financially, just because everything turned upside down as it did for lots of different people. And I distinctly remember that we are very lucky that we have some friends in our neighborhood. They're just at the point where their kids have all gone off to university and, you know, we often hang out with them for a wine or a dinner. And we were sitting down with four people that are in their early fifties. And they said to us after hearing what had been going on. And one of them said so clearly, they were like, Kat, I remember being at this stage in my life. Like things will always go wrong and things will always happen. And I'm telling you now, having, you know, another 20 years of foresight, it will get better and things will change. So don't beat yourself up so much. That for me was invaluable because at that point in time, although lots of our best friends were trying to help, they didn't have that sort of advice because they didn't have that experience. And we needed to hear that from someone that was in a different stage. I think that leads on to a really great point of if you don't have mentors and money mentors or great examples in your life, try to seek them out or try to be that for someone else as well. For sure. Encourage the good comparison behavior. I'm sure these people did not know it at the time. They were telling me this and I just felt so much better and so much more inspired. And we've never really, you know, spoken so directly about it since then. But I just, I think forever will really admire that. And yeah, you don't know who you're possibly helping by opening up a little. Oh, absolutely. Exactly like we are doing now, right? Exactly. <laughs> Guys, talk about money more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the Forever in a day. <laughs> uh, um, so what are a few things that someone could do right now if they would want to compare with other people? Do you have any tips as to what they could do? Yeah. So I think the most obvious one is people wanting to make sure that they're on the right salary or a salary that is you know, good for them. There are lots of industry benchmarks out there. I know there's a couple that are done by Seek and there's also one particularly for more creative and tech industries done by the creative store here in New Zealand, which mm-hmm. is awesome. And it just gives you a whole heap of you know averages and not only the average, but the upper and the lower band, which yeah. is really helpful because as we've talked about before, averages are sometimes misleading. So yeah. giving yourself a range, of what you could be expecting to either earn in your role right now or what you might want to start working towards is really helpful. So I'd encourage people to check that out. The other thing I guess is just if you want to have a conversation with someone that's a positive comparison kind of conversation or start to open up to people, don't be disheartened if they're not receptive to the conversation. You know, sometimes it does take a little bit of time to find your right money mentor or you know, a friend that is happy to have this kind of conversation with you. But if you think that it would be something that would help give you, I guess, a bit of a sense check of, you know, am I doing okay in this area? Ask someone, reach out. Definitely. I would also say, be ready for an answer you might not be ready to hear. The reality of a comparison is that it can either leave you feeling really great about yourself or really bad about yourself. So just taking some time to consider do I really want to hear what this person's going to say? Yes. Uh, and on the other How side much of honesty, do you want? Yeah, yeah, basically. And then I think also finding the people that can be honest because you do want an honest answer and not seeking out the answer that you want to hear with bias, knowing that that's kind of maybe not the one that's best for you, if yep. that makes sense. Yeah. Um, Makes sense. So any tips for people who don't want to compare? The most obvious one that comes to mind is just get off social media and unfollow the people that are not adding to the positive comparisons in your world. (laughs) Constantly reminding yourself that in those formats, you are getting the snippets of the best of people's lives. So if that's something that's affecting you, obviously just being okay to tap out of that. I would also say, so another shout out Ruth from The Happy Saver. 
She said that she sees someone with, let's say, a Tesla. Yes. That, and she really wants that. Or like, something you aspire towards. Yeah, yeah. Like, amazing. Want this. Yeah, absolutely. Ask yourself, how did these people pay for this thing? You know, did they pay for it on debt or did they pay for it fully in cash? Yeah, that person might have that thing, but maybe they didn't get there the way that you want to get there. So Yes. If you are taking slightly longer to get to a goal than, say, someone else that you see also has achieved the same thing, they've probably gone about it in an entirely different way. And unless you feel comfortable directly asking them, which I'm guessing quite a few people do not, you just can't pass a judgment or you can't compare yourself to them because you don't know the ins and outs. Absolutely. Cool. Well, thanks so much, Kat. I really enjoy chatting about this topic and I I hope you did too. I'm still going to keep comparing. (laughs) (laughs) But in a good way, guys, in a good way. I'm I'm moving forward. Totally. Positive mindset chat. (laughs) And maybe I will just stop your (laughs) bureau. Yeah. Are you going to quit your Instagram? I don't think so. Yeah. We'll see you on the ground. For more information on this episode and to find some really great resources, head to itsnosecret.co.nz forward slash three. Hey everyone, it's Kat again. If you enjoyed today's episode, hit subscribe on Apple Podcasts so you'll be the first to know when the new episodes are out. See you next Tuesday.